Hello, welcome to The Opinionistics. I'm your host, John Malone. Now, as we all expected, we're going to have co-hosts, but sadly on this occasion, we cannot because uh, there's another session going on that's part of us. So, uh, I'll put the show, as they all say, and the ambulance has passed me. Anyway, introducing from Vancouver, Canada, Brad Anderson. Hello, hello. How are you doing? Going great. Awesome. From the uh, smoky, from the smoky land of Vancouver, Canada. That's where I'm from. Absolutely. Yeah. So, what do you do for a living? What do I do for a living? I uh, I always joke that I babysit twenty year olds for the government. Uh, for a living, I actually I uh, I'm a university prof, uh, just at a local university here in Vancouver. I teach business. I lure young people to the dark side of business. Um, that's what I do by day. By night, I I'm a sci fi writer. Um, yeah, that keeps me out of trouble. All right, then. And how long have you been doing this for? Uh, let's see. Well, I've been teaching probably for about 13 years now. I, uh, I, started off, I started off in industry. I started off in the sciences. I used to make drugs for a living uh, in the biotech industry. Uh, so I did that for about 10 years. And yeah, I've been teaching for about 10 or 13 years now. I've uh, been writing since I was a kid, off and on. Uh, more seriously, I've been doing that for about 10 years now as well, I guess. Hmm. All right, then. Sounds good. And which out of the jobs do you like enjoy doing the most? You know what? I actually like all of my jobs. I'm, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm a freak. I like, I like all of my jobs. Um, I like teaching because I actually, you know, it gets me out. I get to meet people and it's, it's actually pretty groovy um, working with people, that, you know, Working with young people, like people in their twenties, that's kind of a cool stage of people's lives, eh? Um, you know, you're just you're an adult for the first time. It's just nothing but opportunity. You could be doing anything in the world five years from now. So there's kind of a cool energy working with those types of people. Uh, so yeah, I really enjoy that. Uh, I also I also love writing. It's it's kind of something that I felt like I was. Uh, I don't know. It's just uh, I always have these stories in my head, and I just love getting them out. So yeah, no. Pe- uh, Sometimes the kids in my class will be like, hey, if you ever won the lottery, what do you want to do? You know, that kind of a question. I'm like, I'd, I'd, I'd probably pay off my mortgage. I'd pay off my mortgage and then I'd probably keep doing what I'm doing now because this is all fun, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So what was what was life for you growing up? Oh, let's see here. Yeah. Life was pretty sweet. So I grew up I grew up in the prairies. I grew up in uh, Calgary, Alberta. Uh, I, so I don't... Where are you? Where are you? We're all here on the internet. Where are you from? What? 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 Are you? What do you know about Canada? Are you in Canada, or is it like some weird, mysterious place? Uh, I'm from Manchester in the United Kingdom. All right, so here we are. I'm, I'm in the colonies here. So, uh, so Canada is a vast, des- Canada is a vast, desolate wasteland. It's actually not true, but uh, we have these uh, these big, big honking prairies stuck right in the middle of it. Uh, and that's where I grew up on the prairies, uh, with like real winters where it gets down to like minus 30 Celsius and, you know, smoking hot summers and stuff like that. And, and that's where I grew up. I grew up in Calgary. Um, just, you know, just a little, just, just a normal kid, only child. So, uh, spoiled rotten, I guess is what the, uh, is what they say. Um, grew up in the eighties, uh, latchkey kid, got out, you know, wander around the blocks by myself and, uh, just just me and roving ba- ba- gangs of young children um yeah just kind of playing on the corner playing it trying to get into trouble trying not to get caught all that you know 
all the fun things, all the fun things that you kind of expect, I guess, of kids. I don't know if kids do that anymore, but that's 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 what we did. Okay, that's interesting. Nice. That's interesting to hear. That's yeah. <laughs> cool. So, so you're if, no go, go for it. No, nah, go for it. I was, I was like, so I've only been to England like a couple of times in my life. Um, and we're talking about going again. You guys are having a lot of fun in England these days. Whenever I read the news, I'm like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of excitement. You guys are having a good time. over <laughs> Maybe uh, the Chinese curse, interesting times. But if we were to come to England, where's good places for us to go? My wife and I have been talking about it. So what's, what would you, re- what's high on your list of things for somebody from the colonies? Hmm. To be honest, uh, well, besides London, because there's lots of things, I suggest you try out Manchester, because, well, besides uh, the famous Manchester soccer club stadiums, or football yeah. we call it, uh, there's, there's, there's loads of things to do in Manchester, and it's a brilliant nightlife as well. Yeah, I, like, even out, even out here, like, the Manchester, like, you know, the football club there, that's, that's like, as soon as you said Manchester, I'm like, oh, that's like... I was like, oh, that's where all the soccer riots come from. That's where all the soccer crazy uh, craziness mm-hmm. happens from. So that's awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so go to Manchester, experience the soccer craziness. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, roughly like half the media for the BBC, ITV, and other UK media is is based in Manchester, more specifically in Media City, UK, which is like a few mi- a few a few miles east of the city, no, a few miles west. From the city center so like there's a huge like media industry in manchester so it's yeah it's a big reason to come lots of tourism staff that's kind of neat it's, it's kind of like that's that's where that's where the that's where the thoughts of the uk are formed yeah you can say like manchester's like you know that the la of the of the united kingdom like oh, okay it's a massive city with lots of entertainment and media yeah. So if you ever want to become like a big celebrity in the UK, Manchester's the best place to start with tons of opportunities for movie and television with only like half the competition because, well, it's not as big as London, but it is a big city. Yeah. Compared to the yeah. other major cities. Yeah. I, I, I love the descriptor, the LA of UK, because it seems like we have that all in, like Vancouver is the LA of Canada and, uh, you know, and the prairies are the Texas of Canada. Yeah, it's just funny how we, we define our cities by the American, by the big American cities these days. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So do you ever travel often? Um, moderately. Uh, obviously, the last couple of years have thrown a little bit of a wrinkle into that. Um, yeah, so my, my wife and I. We'll do a lot of uh, local travels around where we're at. So, so where we're at is, is a beautiful area of the world. I mean, we're in the mountains. We got the ocean here. Like people, people spend their holidays coming, coming to us, coming out here, right? Uh, so we'll do a lot of uh, um, like local, local staycation-y kind of stuff. And then about every five years, we'll do like a big trip. We'll you know head off to you know head off to a Europe or a New York or someplace where we have to travel. Uh, travel far so so not so my mo- i guess that's i don't know what that i don't know i don't know how that compares to other people moderate moderate i know i certainly know people who travel a lot more than me i'm always jealous of you guys in europe like you guys you guys can uh I don't know, you guys can go to all these other cool places and they're like 20 minutes away whereas for us it's like everything everything is a 10-hour trip to get anywhere it's oh, it always makes me jealous yeah i can see that yeah but yeah yes yeah. Lots of 
commutes and travel weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Oh yes. And we have. Uh, I say there's there's I don't know. I say this is kind of a vacation hub out here. A lot of people come out here. There's a lot of you know kayaking and hiking and things like that that you can do. Um, outdoorsy kinds of things. Um, so yeah, if you're into, Hey, so here we go. I'm going to do the cell. If you're into that kind of stuff, you like the outdoorsy things come into Vancouver, Canada, drop me a line. We'll go for coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. What's your favorite kind of dessert? My favorite kind of dessert. Um, okay. That's a fantastic question. Cause here's the deal. My wife loves baking. And the thing is, is okay. So when, if you have someone in your family who loves baking, you need to have a rule. Otherwise, you're just, otherwise it's chaos, right? And so my rule is I only have one dessert a week, which makes you sound like a freak, but I have to have that rule. Otherwise, I'd be obese because my wife, it's always cakes and stuff like that. My favorite kind of dessert. I, I, I'm a simple guy. I'm a simple guy. I just, I like chocolate cake. There's like a, just a simple, plain old chocolate cake. If you want to get fancy, put a dollop of ice cream on it. But uh, I'm, I'm a simple guy. Okay, fair enough. Chocolate fair chip enough. cookie, chocolate chip cookies, and a glass of milk. That's that's pretty. That's a that's a pretty sweet uh, consolation prize as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. My wife does want. all this. I was, was going to say, my wife does all this fancy baking though. She makes she makes like all these incredibly designed cakes and like croquembouches and all these fancy things. And I'm just like, eh, I'd just be happy with the chocolate cake. I'd just be happy with some cookies. Like oh, I spent three days making this. Uh, yeah, of course. Would you rather be really hot or really cold? Uh, I would. You know what? I'd rather be really cold. And again, I think it's because it's it's the old Canadian thing. I grew I grew up in Canada. It's the Arctic here. I guess that's what I'm used to. I find when it's so. Here's the thing: when it's cold, you can just like put on more layers and stay warm. But when it's hot, like there's like all you can do is just sweat and be hot, right? So I. I uh, I, I I don't like being uncomfortable, but uh, I'd like to just be normal. But if I had to choose, I, I say being chilly. Being chilly is you can sort of bundle up. You can bundle up and get all cozy with the person next to you, have some hot chocolate or something like that. Whereas when you're hot, you just sit and sweat. Try not to die. Yep, I can totally see that. Yeah. So if you had a song for every time you enter the room, what song Ooh. would it be? Oh, okay. That's, I've never thought of that. Um, okay. Uh, you know, of course, like the standard answer would be like, uh, the, uh, the Imperial March from, uh, from, from Star Wars. Um, okay. So I'm going to try to be obscure here. Uh, I'm going to try to be obscure here. So one, one of the, one of the happiest songs, one of the happiest, funnest songs that I've ever heard. And it's like from a thousand years ago in 1960, it's called, uh, Windy by the Association. Check. Hey, everyone, while you're listening to this, just check that out. I say it's like a ridiculously happy, upbeat little song. And you know what? That'd be that'd be pretty cool just to have that kind of plane as you're walking in. Just this happy little ditty as you kind of walk it. As you just whisk into the room. And everybody's happy to see you. Yeah, that's what I'd go for. When I'm teaching, maybe the Imperial March from Star Wars when I walk into the classroom. But for everybody else, it would be the Windy by the Association. All right, then. Sounds good. Are you more of an early bird or a night owl? I'm a night owl. Uh, no questions asked. I'm a night owl. I've accepted that, that I'm a night owl. I'm very angry that the world seems to be organized by early birds. 
Uh, I live in strict defiance of that. But yeah, for me, it's, um, you know, going to bed, I go to bed um, like 12, like, you know, if I'm going to bed, if I, if I'm going to bed at 1230, I'm like, oh, it's so early. I'm going to bed. I, I feel good that I'm going to bed early. But yeah, it's like 1230, one o'clock, I'll be going to bed. Sometimes later, I try to avoid it. Uh, absolutely a night owl. Night owls rule the world. Oh, yeah. I can certainly see that. Would you rather have the agility of a cat or breathe underwater? Oh, uh, cats are groovy. I like I like swimming, but no, no, cats, I'd love to have the agility of a cat. Those guys are ninjas. Those guys are ninja, ninja Jedis. Absolutely. Agility of a cat. No questions asked. All righty, then. Yeah. That's good. What do you greatly enjoy doing, but wish you could do more of? Oh, what do I enjoy doing that I wish I could do more of? Um, or there's there's a lot of things. I wish I had more time for writing. Uh, I also, what do I also wish? Um, yeah, writing video game video games. I don't play a lot of video games. There's a one or two games that I really enjoy. But you know, the thing with video games is 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 that as soon as you start, it's like you know a forty hour work week is is gone. You got to spend forty hours playing the game. So, so, so it'd be nice to have time for that. Um, yeah, just read. Yeah, I say reading, walking around, checking out the world, gardening. And I also, I love gardening. I wish I had more time for gardening. Maybe we'll leave it at that. All of the, all of those things, that's kind of true, but we'll say gardening. Longer summers, more time to, to get in the dirt and play. Mm, very nice. What do you wish your phone could do? What do I wish my phone could do? uh let's see here i wish it could uh wish it made me taller and more handsome i wish it made me funnier wish it cured cancer uh i also yeah i all i also wish that my phone would turn off my social media for me uh when it's like oh you've had too much bread turn it off that's i'd have all your last question what would i do if i had more time i'd probably be able to do all of it if i could uh, you know just turn off the damn phone and uh, put it down actually live my life so yeah Having my phone turn off my, uh, and I suppose I could probably make it do that, but uh, I haven't yet. Turn off all my uh, distractions and social media distractions. Hmm. Very nice. Yes. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Honestly, here is pretty nice. Here in Vancouver, Canada is pretty nice. I like, I like it here. Um, if I could live someplace where we had our springs and summers all year long, like I, you know, I don't like, I don't like it being super hot. I don't like it being super cold someplace where it's like, you know, 20 to 25 degrees all the time. That would be, that would be pretty sweet. So Vancouver is pretty close, but our winters can get kind of, kind of chilly uh, well, and wet. Um, so maybe, yeah, I don't know, maybe a little bit, Maybe maybe a, a blend between Vancouver and Northern California, a Vancouver environment with like a Northern California kind of climate or temperature, maybe. All right, that sounds yeah. good. Yeah. If you had to bury a treasure chest, where would you hide it? If if I had to bury a what? A treasure chest. A treasure chest. Oh, yeah. okay. Let me think here. I got to get clear. Oh, I, you, you, I feel like I should have studied for this. Uh, where would I bury a treasure chest where nobody would find it? Um, 
Yeah, I would. Okay, so in our back alley there, yeah, I'd, I'd bury it in our back alley underneath the pothole because uh, apparently no one ever checks there. That's that's the our back alley is a mess. It's been sort of potholed for uh for forever. So yeah, I just dig it in one of those potholes, and I'm pretty sure nobody would ever check it or notice it or pave over it. Hmm. All right, then sounds good. Yeah. What's the best food for a food fight? What's the best? Uh, mashed potatoes with gravy. Mashed potatoes with gravy. Yep, because you can you can you can pack it into like a snowball shape. You know what you do? You get you get like uh, mashed potatoes and you pour like and you sort of do the snowball thing with like a big dollop of gravy inside the mashed potato snowball and then you whip it at people and then it explodes and they get splattered with gravy. That's the that's the ticket. I've thought about okay. this. Yeah, I've thought about. It. I got plans. Clever. I like it. Is there an app that you hate, but you still use it anyway? Uh, an app that I hate, uh, but I still use it anyways. Um, do, do, <laughs> do social media apps count? I'm just going to check my phone here. Uh, apps that I hate, but I use them anyways. Uh, so yeah, social media ones there for sure. Um, and I got to say, you know, stuff like, I don't know, like WhatsApp. Like everybody's like, oh, let's WhatsApp, WhatsApp. Let everybody do WhatsApp. I'm like, WhatsApp is just texting. Like, why, why, what's that, what's so special about WhatsApp? So, so um, a bunch of people are on WhatsApp, and I and I do WhatsApp, but I'm always like, what, like this is like, why don't we just text? Like, what's the deal here with this? Anyway, so WhatsApp, how's that? Watch their watch their stocks tank now. Yep. Yeah, that's a very good answer. Yeah. I can certainly see your point. Yeah. If you're going to sail around the world. What's yeah. the name of your boat? All right. Uh, no, HMS Circumnavigation. Uh, what's the name of my, what's a good name for a boat? Um, <laughs> if I was so, yeah, you know, I, I'd probably, I tried to do something obscure, like, you know, the HMS, like Magellan or something like that, some kind of obscure reference. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, off the top of my head, I'd probably think of that. I'd probably try to find something more clever of like maybe something, some, some, some like grand historical or geological event of something that kind of spanned the globe. Uh, but I'd have to probably Google that. So, so it would be something like uh, HMS Magellan. You can, you can see the Canadianness in me. HCMS, uh, her HMCS uh, Magellan or uh, HMCS Circumnavigation or something lame like that. I'm bad at naming stuff. I'm bad at naming stuff. HMCS. Right. Yeah, all of us. What would be some of the most annoying things about having yourself as a roommate? All right. Um, okay. So, yeah. Um, I have contained. So, so I have contained messes. Like, like uh, in my. So most of the area is clean. I most of the house is clean. But then the areas that I work, I have these like little pods where I work that are messes, and that's great if it's just me because then there's just the little pod that's a mess but if there's more than one of me then i would imagine that there'd be a lots of these pods of messes all over the place so that would be one thing that's annoying uh let's see here i should this is you should be asking my wife this she'd probably have a big long list of stuff here um yeah if, if i had a, if i had myself as a roommate neither of us would like doing laundry um, that would be another thing. None, none of, yeah, neither of us would like doing laundry. Laundry in the mess, the little pods of messes. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. If you could yeah. add anyone to Rant Mushmore, who would it be? 
And he went to Mount Rushmore. Hmm. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we should start adding some Canadians. Oh, you know what? Here we go. This would be like a, just a big flip in the bird there. I'd be like uh, King George. There you go. Take that, America. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's what, what happens your... when you, that's what happens when you ask someone from the Commonwealth what to add to the to Mount Rushmore. Hmm. Yeah, very good. <laughs> if you could live anywhere for a year, whereabouts would it be? If I could if I could be anywhere or if you could live anywhere for a year. I could live anywhere for a year. You know what? Um I yeah, around the Medit uh, around the Mediterranean again this is um you know, this is the North American here who is uh, has to has to travel ten hours to get anywhere. Uh, yeah, sort of around the the, the Mediterranean, uh, southern you know, southern France, so, uh, southern France, Italy, you know, sort of in that area there, uh, southern Europe around the Mediterranean. That looks like gorgeous, uh, a gorgeous place to live. That's that's probably where I'd set up shop for a year, on the coast. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah what I should have said Manchester. Manchester. I changed my answer to Manchester. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. <laughs> what is the one thing you can't live without? Uh, let's see here. Oxygen, water. Uh, let's see. But, but the fun answers. Um, my laptop. Honestly, my laptop. Uh, my laptop with a Wi-Fi signal. Laptop plus Wi-Fi. I can do, I can live my life normally. As soon as I lose my laptop or my Wi-Fi, I'm like crippled. Like I, like I, I can't function. Like there's nothing I can do. Like all the things in my life happen through my laptop, through a Wi-Fi signal. If any one of those things go, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just a big, I'm just a big lump that is a waste of space. So that laptop and Wi-Fi. Okay, very good, yeah. very good. Yes. If someone wrote a book about you, what do you think its title would be? Ah, uh, Brad, the man, the myth, the guy. Yeah, Brad, the man, the myth, the guy. Um, <laughs> something like that. The bu yeah, the buddy. But yeah, I'm gonna stick with that. Brad, the man, the myth, the guy. Yeah, so that's a good title. I, I'd certainly buy that for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you could get rid of one holiday, what would it be? Get rid of one holiday. You know what? I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this. Um, my least favorite my least favorite holiday honestly has become christmas it's because like christmas is i find christmas the most stressful holiday how's that i find christmas it has as when i was a kid it was lovely as an adult i'm like it is the most stressful holiday you got to travel visit all the family it's like minus 20 minus 30 the roads are horrible travels horrible you got to get all yeah i would um I find Christmas is the most stressful holiday. And so I'd be like, uh, if we could just replace that with like, I don't know, like a Friday off or something like that with no expectations on it. Um, that's what I would do. That's what that's the same. I'm going to catch flack for that. But that's my answer. Yeah, it's a, it's a good. It's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that. It's like I need a holiday after Christmas to re to uh, to recover from it before I, you know, got to go back oh, to yeah. work to recover from Christmas. Oh, yeah, there's already a holiday for that. It's called yeah. Boxing Day. No, not the sport, but yeah, the day where you, like, recycle all your wrappings or whatever. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> take all the garbage <laughs> out. <laughs> yep. What am I going to do? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Where do you see yourself 
20 years from now. 20 years from now. Okay, I got to do some math. Uh, let's see here. I was going to be like, in the grave. No, I'm going to be, I'm going to be crushing it uh, 20 years from now. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to join a biker gang and get all tattooed up traveling the, traveling the Midwest. Uh, in reality though, I, so, so I'm, so I'd be 70, 20 years from now, I'll be 70. I'd be happy. I'd be happy just puttering around it. Uh, you're going to think I'm boring. I'm going to be happy just puttering around in my garden someplace. Uh, that'd be pretty sweet um yeah just 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 living life maybe on them yeah just just puttering around in my garden keeping active keeping my hands right. in the dirt yep. fabulous would you rather sleep on the wall or sleep on the ceiling sleep on the wall or on the ceiling okay this is a tough okay let me think here i gotta think of you gotta you know you gotta put thought in this you can't just go off that off the, you can't just shoot from the hip of these types of questions here i would sleep i would sleep on the ceiling and here's why. Because walls have stuff on it. You've got pictures. You've got picture hooks and nails on it and stuff like that. So walls have stuff on it that are going to be uncomfortable to lie on. And you're going to wreck stuff. The ceiling's got nothing on it. It's got, a, it's got like a light, but it's just like one light and you can just move away from it. Ceiling, it's, it's got to be the ceiling. Because the wall's got stuff on it that you're going to wreck or hurt yourself on. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah. Survival Absolutely. tips. Survival tips for when gravity goes goes haywire. Oh yes. Absolutely. Would you rather speak to, speak all languages or talk to animals? Ooh. Hmm. Hmm. That's a tough choice. Um <laughs> it's a tough choice because I want to do both. I want to know what my dog's thing. I got some things I need to say to my dog. Hey dog, stop, stop eating crap. It makes you sick um but i i would love to you know what i would love to speak more languages maybe all languages because i would love again that's it's the north american curse you know we kind of speak just one language here i'd love to be able to speak more languages communicate with anyone so i'd go with that i'd go with that speak all languages there you go final answer fabulous yeah these are these are thought-provoking questions you're making me question my existence i'm getting to know myself better yeah fabulous Mm -hmm. Nice. What is the best way to start the morning? What's the best way to start the morning? Cup of coffee in an easy chair, reading, reading the news, reading something. That's that is the best way to start. You get up, take the dog for a walk, get a cup of coffee going, come back, easy chair, coffee, something to read. Beautiful way to start the day. Yep. Fabulous. Cool. What is the best pair of shoes that you own? The best pair of shoes that I own? Um, the real answer is I got this awesome pair of walking shoes. I got them like, uh, ooh, I don't know, 13, 14 years ago. And they're like, they're like, hike. they're not hiking boots, but they're walk. they're like walking boots. So they're not for, yeah, they're not as like big and clomping as hiking boots, but they're solid. They're robust. They're made for, you know, walking for like, like maybe small hikes or, urban walking they're super resilient they're bulletproof um yeah they're bu bulletproof there's a big explosion those two shoes would be the only thing left uh with some smoke coming out of it um those those those, those walking shoes that i got there don't know i don't know any brand names i can't plump any brand names but uh yeah those those would be them those would be them fabulous yeah and that's all we have for this episode it was great to have you here brad talking about your work 
there's a professor at university, a science fiction writer. Yeah. And babysitting 20, 20 year olds for the government, apparently. Babysitting for, for the government, yep. Very that's interesting. Awesome. So that's it. This I learned. I learned a lot of things about myself. I got to like sit back and like just introspect and reflect on what I've learned about myself now. Uh, so so uh, cool, groovy, fabulous. And until next time, stay opinionated. <laughs>